What's up, guys? This is Christian Van Buren. Maddie Van Buren. All right, we are the co-founders of Ripple Effect Fatherhood. Uh, and this week, we're bringing a special edition where we're going to call it the Ripple Effect Recap. So what we're going to do this week is we are going to highlight the key pieces of wisdom that we've gotten from each interview. Those of you who have been following us on this journey know that we've been able to interview uh, at least... I'll say 14 different fathers, but I think we have a total of 12 interviews, mm-hmm. uh, but a couple of those, we had two, two men on. Um, and so we've enjoyed every single one of them and we just want to do a short recap. And hopefully a lot of you guys will go back and, and, and watch those full interviews, especially when you, when you hear a piece of wisdom or advice that you, that you resonate with. Uh, so we're excited for you. We're excited for this special edition this week and we hope you guys enjoy it. So the first interview was with uh, Mr. O.B., Officer Barnes, all right? And those of you who had the uh, opportunity to watch that video know that um, he was somebody who uh, was a father figure in my life. And so I was really blessed to be able to interview him first. Um, you know, he's a, a Chicago PD, Chicago Police Department veteran. He spent like 20-something years working for Chicago Police Department, impacted a lot of lives. Um, but anyway... Um, his interview was very special to me. One piece of advice that really stuck with me that I got from Mr. OB was this. He said in his interview, um, reach one, teach one. Uh, and if I remember correctly, that was the motto that they had for, uh, for the youth uh, mentorship program that he was working with. And so uh, that reach one, teach one was huge because I think that that's kind of what we do here is you know, the idea of that ripple effect is to be able to impact at least one person, to be able to, you know, maybe teach at least one person and have it spread from there, right? Uh, hence the ripple effect, what do you think? Uh, I was just going to ask, you know, since you mentioned that he was like your father figure in your life, like when you were growing up in that environment, like what was the biggest role that he played for you and how did that affect you? Yeah, so for OB, um, that's a great question. Uh, for OB, the, the biggest role that he played in my life was, I would say he added that he kept me accountable. And that was that was big during that time in my life because I was in high school. Uh, my mom was working night shift. Uh, I had a job. And so, you know, I, I, I had... I wouldn't say I was obviously I wasn't completely independent because my mom was still paying most of the bills, but I entered a point in my life where uh, I was experiencing more independence. And so having his presence there for me um, and keeping me accountable, especially in school, because he worked at the school, uh, he was a police officer at the school. So um, having that accountability kind of, you know, spoke that into my life like, hey, I'm here to keep you accountable, but you also need to keep yourself accountable when I'm not around. So yeah. I thought I thought that was huge. Yeah, that's really important for someone of an adolescent age going into an adult. Yes. It's very important to have accountability for sure. Absolutely. So OB, shout out to you. All right. The next one was with my um my wonderful superwoman mother right uh and 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 it was nice to be able to interview her next because she was you know that piece of our 
uh, I'll say mission statement or the thing that we say all the time about somebody filling the fatherhood mm -hmm. role. That's Kylan down there. We'll get him in the video. He's over there. He's eating right now. He's drinking his bottle. But anyway, I think he's mostly playing with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to be eating. Yeah. So so uh, yes, the second interview was with my mom. Um, she was somebody who filled that father fatherhood role. Right. So we have our fathers, father figures and people who fill the fatherhood role. My mom was definitely somebody who did her very best to fill the fatherhood fatherhood role in my life. And I would say from my point of view, you know, I appreciate everything that she did. And, and I think, you know, that she did a great job, not because of anything that I do, but just because of I the lessons that I know she taught me. And one of the biggest pieces of wisdom that I got from her interview was to value the time or she valued the time that she had to parent me, right? Because if those of you who saw her video know that she talked about how she had the opportunity to go get a second job, right? Um, you know, obviously bills still would have been tight, but, you know, maybe things wouldn't have been super difficult financially. However, she knew that if we could still make it and, and have a roof over, roof over our head and, and have us fed and clothed, that she could have that extra time to parent me, then she would be, then she would be fine sacrificing, not getting that second job. And I think that that was like, I don't know if those of you who didn't watch it, that part got me emotional in the interview. So, uh, cause I didn't even know that until I interviewed her. So that was a key part of that interview. And I encourage anybody who's watching this to go back and watch that video. Cause she was, she was awesome. Yeah. So as far as like the man you are today, like, what do you think, her biggest influence molded you into the like does that make sense yeah like, as far as I mean what do you see in yourself today that your mom instilled in you like the biggest part the biggest part mom I hope you're watching this right because and she knows she she knows when I say this she knows it's gonna it's gonna click in her mind like I'm not clicking her mind it's gonna remind her of how she did this but the the biggest piece of the biggest lesson that I got from my mom growing up that, that I still um, am aware of in my life today is respect for others, right? Um, <laughs> you, wanna be, you wanna be in the video now? <laughs> um, respect for others. Uh, and with, with that being said, my mom was really big on respect for my elders as I was growing up. Like there was no negotiating that. Um, and as I grew older, <laughs> as I grew older, uh, that was just something that was instilled in me. And um, I understood the respect for everybody and anybody, right? Um, and obviously that played into uh, my, my spiritual life, you know, and loving others as I would want to be loved. So that was something huge that my mom really instilled in my life as a young kid. And it just carried on into, because like I said, there was no negotiating. And whenever she hears me say that, she'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so yes, but um, but yes. Okay, next interview was, oh, Drill Sergeant Barrios. Oh man, this one was, this one was great. You know, because he hopped on Zoom from his phone while his kids were uh, in, inside the boxing gym uh, in their training and stuff like that. So Jill Sargent, I, I am still honored and blessed that you, that you uh, made the time to do this and bless our channel. 
Uh, so with that being said, what I want to highlight from Drill Sergeant Barrios' interview, and I highly recommend, I mean, I highly recommend anybody go back and watch all these, but uh, if you're going to go watch his interview, keep, excuse me, keep an eye out for a couple of things that he says. But one of the first things that he said in the interview was he, as a father, gets the opportunity to show what right looks like in his kids' lives. Because he, like me, grew up without that positive presence of fatherhood. And I, I think he mentioned that he grew up without that father figure. Um, and so uh, he had now, having two kids, the opportunity to show what right looks like. And I thought that was huge. But also, he talked about looking forward to the journey. And I think I asked him a question of, you know, what would you tell your younger self? And he said, you know, I would tell my younger self to look forward to the journey. And in that journey, he said, uh, the daily accomplishments and the daily fulfillments that you get as a father. So, boom, I hope that that was huge. I loved that. And that, that hit me right here. So, yeah. I mean, so like, what would you say, like, as far as enjoying the journey and staying present, like, do you have any tips on how other fathers could do that? Yeah. So for, I know, sorry, I didn't no, mean to, but I know like being a father and it's all about, you know, planning for the future. And so sometimes it does kind of get muddled. The present gets muddled when you're preparing for the future of this child. So, yeah. Um, no, that's, that's a great question, babe. And I would say that when it comes to looking forward to the journey, um, what I've learned in my life and my journey as a father is every day, every morning, make it a point to tell yourself that today is a new day. And when you tell yourself that, you have to really believe it. So whatever you have to do, if you have to meditate, if you have to write it down, if you have to, whatever you have to do to make yourself really believe because it's true it's it's actually a new day and when you realize that you realize that okay yesterday doesn't exist anymore tomorrow doesn't exist yet so today is its own journey and in today i get to look for the accomplishments that i will experience as a father and the fulfillments that i'll get as a father and how do you get those things by by taking care of your responsibilities and doing your best to provide that positive presence of fatherhood. So shout out Joseon Barrios. That was, that was on point as it should be from a drill sergeant. Okay, next one was from, oh, this one was wonderful. Our first father-son interview. We had Carol Casey and Ross Casey. Um, great wisdom from these two guys. Uh, Carol, obviously, for those of you who didn't see it, was the dad. Ross is his son. Um, and, you know, this was just, it was just awesome talking to these two guys and just hearing the wisdom from both sides, right? You get the, the father, you know, who is now a grandfather to Ross's kids, and you get Ross's perspective from what he learned from his father and how it feeds into his experience as a father now. Um, and so a couple of things that I got from that interview was, I think Carol said this. He said one thing that he always made sure to teach Ross, his, uh, his son, was to finish well. 
right? Whatever you start, make sure you finish well. And I'm not going to harp on that too much because you guys, I think, can take from that what you need to take from it. Uh, but they also both talked about the importance of quantity time. So, you know, whatever time that you have to spend with your kids or whatever time that you have to spend in the presence of your children or if you're a father figure and you're somebody who volunteers, you know, um, the, the amount of time that you have and the amount of time that you dedicate is, is very important. Okay. Uh, so that was, that was, I thought that was big. Yeah. I mean, you don't really hear that a lot. Quantity time. You know, you always see people talking about spending quality, quality time with your kids, but there's also the quantity of that as well. And I mean, this right now may not be considered quality time with Kylan because we're not playing with him. We're not reading to him, but it's just a joy to be in his presence, even right. if it's just we're doing our own thing or he's doing his own thing and we're just all hanging out together. So yeah. I think that's pretty cool because you don't hear that a lot. Right. Yep. That's I thought that was that was really golden advice. Right. And I hope that it blesses and impacts at least one person out there. It's already impacting Kylan. He's like, I know that y'all, I know what y'all are talking about. See, Woo! <laughs> okay, perfect. Next interview was with somebody that I really, guys, just so that you know, I'm, I take notes in all these interviews. So this isn't just like notes that I took for today. I, these are notes that I'm holding on to. But anyway, all right. Next interview was with, um, man, Mr. Primetime, Adam Sanchez. Uh, and this was this was excellent. This was great. He's he's somebody that if you haven't been able to watch his story, uh, he has an inspiring story, uh, and yeah, it's it's on YouTube. So make sure you check the link on his fatherhood uh, interview on our channel because I put the link to his story. But um, one of the biggest things that I got from Adam Sanchez, and shout out to him by the way because he's an amazing father of four and uh you know he just he just does amazing but with that being said the biggest piece of advice that i got from his interview was to have faith respect and belief in yourself and i think the question that i asked him also was what would you tell your younger self um and it was you know to have faith respect and belief in yourself as a father right and that's something that a lot of that's i mean that's the reason why we i think part of the reason why we have such a such an issue of fathers not being present is because you know they don't they don't think they can do it they don't believe in themselves they don't you know I don't know what do you yeah I mean definitely building confidence as a father is a big plus yeah I mean we've been talking about that these past couple of days it's like being confident in yourself to be a parent to somebody is huge right um because I mean there's a lot of fear when you find out that you're going to become a parent like that's kind of I feel like for me personally whenever I found out that I was pregnant like fear was the first thing that ran through my mind I'm like am I ready for this like how am I supposed to be a parent and raise a child like that's crazy but over time you just kind of just have to even if you just have to wing it just be confident in the way that you're winging it yeah yeah uh, that's big time stuff so shout out to to Adam Sanchez all the way from Taylor, Texas. Okay, so our next interview was with two gentlemen who are very close to me. One of them I call, well, both of them I call my brothers, 
One of them I've been calling my brother for a long time because our moms are twins, right? Uh, and that's Ariel Cotto, my cousin. And then the other one I've been calling my brother for a while now because uh, our dads are twins, right? And that is Raymond Van Buren. Um, so those of you guys who didn't get to see that one, uh, I think it's titled, you know, Ripple Effect Fatherhood Twins, right? Anyway, um, those are my cousins. So this, this one was, this one was great. It was nice to have them both on. Um, and you know, what I'll say is, yeah, it was just a blessing. I won't get into that, but the, the wisdom that I got from those two guys was this Ario said, um, one thing, cause he's got, he's got two baby girls, uh, not babies anymore, but you know, they're still babies to me. There's, you know, I remember them when they were super little, but he said, what kind of man do I want my daughter to be approached by? And that's, you know, part of the way he conducts himself as a man, but also as a father. And I thought that was huge. So I hope that blesses somebody out there. But also, um, Raymond said, you know, one thing, you know, that he wants his kids to remember about him is that their dad always had a drive, always had something that was, was, was motivating him to be better and do better. Yeah, uh, I guess just to play off of what Ariel said about being an example for his daughters, like that was a big plus for me as when we started this is like showing, like even if you're raised by a single parent, a mother, for example, you're raised by a single mom, just having a man that exemplifies what men should act like and be like is huge to have in your child's life to show your daughters, you know, like, hey, this is what a good man looks like and show your sons like this is what a good man acts like mm -hmm. you know and like how and I think that that's a big important part and how kind of OB played in your life right. you know showing you how to do it right correct <laughs> yeah yeah that's yes guys y'all watching this I know you probably will amen support everything that you guys said and 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 it definitely blessed me at the very least and and i think maddie definitely was blessed by y'all's words of wisdom as well perfect next interview was with old coach jay coach jandron oh man so those of you who uh had the opportunity to watch this video um yeah he's just a great guy i mean i don't even have to go into it he's just impacted so many lives um and through basketball, but also in other in other environments. But for me, it was definitely through basketball. Um, and something that I got from him, which has really impacted me a lot, um, was one, belief in myself, because I'll go back to the fact that um, he taught me or he brought that belief in me out of me through basketball and it's carried on over into other aspects of my life like the military like my own you know whenever I found out I'd be a father um so thank you for that coach Jay but also in his interview um a couple of things he talked about cherishing family and and if if you didn't have a chance to watch it I highly recommend you go back and watch it and just just listen to this man talk about the importance of family and cherishing that time with family because uh it'll it'll speak to your soul and then also great advice that I think that he gave, which also is going to be influential in so many people's lives is when you get frustrated, right? I think he said his mom taught him this. When you get frustrated, step aside, take a breath, and then re-enter the situation. 
if you can, if you can step aside, take a breath, re-enter the situation. Because as a father, you're going to find yourself frustrated in certain situations, whether it be with your, your child or with something else going on, whatever the case may be, step aside, take a breath, um, and then re-enter the situation. Uh, and for my father's father figures, anybody from the fatherhood role, if you are getting frustrated with your little one, or you know, if your little one's a big one now, step aside, take a breath, come back, be goofy, right? Try to laugh it off. And then you know, readdress your frustrations later. So that was big time for me, Coach Jay. Yeah, um, I think I heard like a saying, like, or a comparison of reacting versus acting. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing because, um, you know, I mean, obviously we're not all perfect. So every now and then we are going to react mm -hmm. instead of act. But I think if we make a point, a conscious effort to act, which by acting, I mean taking a step aside, taking a breath, evaluating the situation, and then proceeding from there versus just reacting based off of, you know, a split second right then in their decision. Um, I think that would play, you know, a huge improvement in a child's life. And because kids are going to push your buttons, they're going to test you, whether they really mean to or not, they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important to act and not react. Yes act and not react. Amen. All right. Next one, Ryan Schneider, local real estate agent here in Taylor, Texas. Um, small town, but he he's definitely got a big footprint here in Taylor. And so uh, somebody that we've had the, the pleasure of meeting recently and, 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 and growing with him and his family, his wife, Ashley, his beautiful daughter, Alice, um, we really enjoy you guys, but I, I really enjoyed this interview uh, because he's a young father like myself, um, but had a lot of wisdom to give. And so uh, one of the main things that I really got from that interview, one of the main pieces of wisdom was he said the mission field. Well, he said not verbatim. He said the mission field is, is, is sometimes right outside your front door. Right. But the way I heard it was, hey, the mission field is right in front of you. Right. And so the way I dissected that was we're always looking for, you know, what is our purpose in life or what are, you know, especially as a father, what should I be doing in order to make an impact? Well, don't forget the first thing that you were called to be if you are a father is a father. Right. So that's the first place every day that you can make an impact is just providing a positive presence of fatherhood to the best of your ability and then and then just carry on from there. Um, so I, I when it, whenever you talk about mission field being right outside and and just basically he was just talking about hey the mission field you know the 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 where you can make an impact is always right in front of you first so yeah um, and I guess like after getting to know Ryan and seeing all that he's been doing in Taylor like the word that comes to mind when I think of him is community mm. and I think that's a big part in fatherhood and my question for you is you know after becoming friends with Ryan and becoming a father yourself and friends with other fathers like how important is it to have a community around you as a father even if it's just a couple of people like how important is that to have a community man I, I uh, that's a great question I think that community one thing that that's really been on my mind lately is community and the reason being is because I realize how important it is to have a group of people who you can count on right um and who you can 
confide in. Is that the right word? Yeah. Confide in because you know if you're anything like me, you have you have you're not you have an issue telling people when you're going through things, right? Or or when you're struggling with something, right? If you're anything like me, you bottle stuff in. Um, but being in Taylor, being around people like Ryan and other gentlemen that I've met in this area, um, I've learned the value of having people that 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 can relate with you um, and being comfortable uh, speaking about things, even if you're not necessarily going through anything negative, but just being able to talk about um, things that you're going through or, or things that have been happening in your life recently. And as it relates to fatherhood, I think it's 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 a big deal when you have a group of fathers that you can confide in. And that's something that we're trying to create here is an environment where fathers can lean on fathers for advice or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, I mean, like old school thinking is that emotions is a woman's issue, you know, like only women feel things and have emotions. And I like that recently there has been a movement of men specifically, you know, calling to that being like no like we need to express our emotions too and it's important for us um especially when you look at statistics of you know depression and suicide rates like it's very important yeah. to make sure you have people around you a community around you of people that you can talk to and discuss right. that stuff you know yeah no absolutely that's i mean i don't even have to say anything to that right i know that almost everybody can agree with with what you said so that's that's very important um and you know and that's what we're trying to create here is that environment where where people can get that kind of help right in order to mitigate um certain things in their lives so next right we had Sergeant RC. And for those of you who haven't had a chance to go watch his interview, I highly recommend that you do because, um, you know, you get to hear the perspective of somebody who became a father uh, for the first time and then had to deploy. Uh, I think it was like two months later. Um, and not only was it a deployment, I mean, he had, to, you know, I, we, we, I deployed with him. We went to Afghanistan. Um, and so, you know, obviously I wasn't a father at the time. Um, but he had, you know, he had limited time to spend with his with his little one before we got, you know, called to duty overseas. And so uh, I think that wasn't that that was I just loved having his perspective on there and and the passion that he showed and just talking about fatherhood, I think, was was really what blessed me uh, the most was just hearing the passion in his voice. And then on top of that, um, one thing that he said is, uh, you know, when time is limited Right, because he only had two months to really spend with his with his son before he left. You know, you value the little moments more. So every little thing, changing diapers, being up in the middle of the night, like he appreciated that stuff because of because he knew his time doing that was limited. I mean, one when he when he would get back, I mean, we, we were gone for almost a year. When he would get back, I mean, his son's almost a year old now you know? And so, so he valued those things. So for all my, for all my fathers who, who may not have been in that situation or, or, or who may be looking at that situation coming up, it doesn't really matter regardless of whether you're somebody who may deploy or may not deploy in the military. Not, it's always important to value those little moments, right? Because I mean, 
you know, time is limited regardless. Yeah, whether you're gonna deploy or not, like your time here with your kid, especially is limited because, you know, they're gonna outlive you. Yeah. So our time with them is limited. So I think making sure we always have that in the back of our minds is really important to make sure that we enjoy even the frustrations of it too. It's like, you know, that's important as well. Right. And next, right, we had a um, very close friend, I'll say brother of mine, uh, Malik Evans on. And man, I loved this interview because I learned some things from him that he, that he experienced as a father that I didn't even know, but uh, he became a father while he was in college. Um, and so he was talking about how he, you know, he was going to class with his, with his little newborn in her little uh, car seat or carrier or whatever. And luckily she was a good baby. So she wasn't really crying during class. But I mean, the fact that he had that level of commitment um, was, was, I thought that was very commendable. And so Malik, thank you for blessing our channel with your presence. Um, but one thing, a few things that I got from him was the importance of consistency, uh, consistency in your own life as a father. So, you know, the, just being consistent. And um, when he, when he was talking about being consistent, uh, when it comes to things, uh, the, um, what am I looking for? The positive things in your life that make you better. So for somebody who works out, or for somebody who gets up early and meditates, um, you know, being consistent in those things. Uh, if you're if you're if you're consistent in being a better person, you know, and being a better father, I thought that was a big, big, uh, big thing that I learned. And also, he talked about having strength in the process, right? Strength comes through the process, and so if you stay the course, you know, somebody who you know maybe has a, a problem believing in themselves or trouble believing in themselves, you stay the course, you'll realize that you you become stronger during like while you're in the process or while you're staying the course, right? Yeah, and I think the important thing that, you know, I took from it was self-care. Yes. Especially, especially being consistent with self-care. Um, because as a parent, taking care of yourself first is a hard thing for us parents to do. Yeah. You know, making sure you shower at the very least <laughs> is a big thing. Yeah. I, when he was first born, I... There's no telling how many showers we took, probably like two. <laughs> yeah, but it's super important and it's something that goes over your head, especially if you have multiple children. But just always try to remember each day to just make time to take care of yourself. Yes. Consistently. Consistently, yes. Okay. So the next interview was uh, with Mr. Keith Lafiere. I hope I said that right, Keith. Uh, Keith Lafiere. And I'm not even gonna like, I'm not even gonna get, just go back and watch that one. For those of you who haven't seen it, if you have seen it, then you know why it's important to maybe go watch it again. This man just gave us so much wisdom. Um, you know, he was, he, we, we thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing your story. Guys, this was a, this was an amazing interview about a father who, who overcame a lot of personal challenges, right? Um, and, and, and he talks about how becoming a father really is where he started to make the changes in his life that needed to be made. And so what I want to share from his interview was an acrostic that he gave us. And he spelled out the word father using different words for each letter. F was faithful. A was attentive. T was teacher. H, heroic. E, enthusiastic. 
And finally, R was resourceful. I'm not going to get into all those because, I mean, we'll take more time than we have. But um, you guys just take from that what you need. Uh, and I hope that it impacts at least one person out there. But That one definitely hit like with me because of my experience and like the work that I've done in the past and everything. And I would definitely at the rehab and, you know, the people that I've met along the way um, and their perseverance and strength is, you know, something unmatched. So I definitely would recommend that one. Yes, that was, that was huge. So go back and watch that one if you haven't already. And then obviously our most recent was with a buddy of mine who I've known for a while now. Um, we've served together, uh, and, and he's got his own YouTube channel, uh, and that was with, uh, Mr. Will Irish, Sergeant Irish. Um, and you know, this was a, this was our first time having somebody on there who became a father at, uh, you know, as a teenager, right? So he was 16 whenever he, uh, whenever he first learned that he would be a father for the first time. Um, and that was, that was very and it was very impactful to hear his perspective on the things that were going through his mind, how he persevered, how he overcame, and something that he said that I think a lot of us fathers need to really understand and, 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 and speak into our own lives is that you can still live your best life while being a father. Because a lot of, you know, here, first off, I don't encourage any teenager to become a father, okay, if you can help it, right? However, okay, um, a lot of, even fathers like in their 20s, 30s, whatever, you know, they think, sometimes we think that our life has, you know, has to stop, right? Or, or our life has to, you know, come to a hold. We have to put things on hold. And I think that was so big that he said, you can still live your best life while being a father. Yeah. And I think that's really important too, because even though we don't necessarily encourage teenage fathers, that's reality, like it happens. And so I think it's really important to get that perspective, especially for those people that find themselves in a very adult situation when they are not adults yet. And um, just to kind of have that perspective and that point of view of being a dad at that young age. And, you know, when you, uh, something that, you know, my mother always said, like, if you make an adult decision, you have to live with adult consequences and good or bad, good or bad consequences. And it just depends on your perspective of it. And, like putting your life on hold, you know, you don't have to put everything on hold. Like life is going to change, but you know, it adds so much more meaning to it. Now you just, now it's a party of three or four or five instead of a party of two or a mm -hmm. party of one, right? But it's still a party though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so in closing, we hope that you guys are enjoying the content. Um, all we're really trying to do here is make sure that we uh, just push as much content out there that spreads the awareness of the need of a positive presence of fatherhood in the lives of everyone, right? But we're also trying to create an environment where fathers can lean on other fathers uh, for advice, um, for that belief that they need to, to be brought from in here and, and, and exercised outwardly. Um, so, you know, we just, we just, we're thankful for those of you who are watching and going on this journey with us. Um, and we just hope that this 
and the videos that have been watched and posted and will be watched impact at least one person out there. Yeah, we're just going to get as many interviews as we can because the more interviews you have, the more fathers that will be able to relate to somebody. And that's why we try to you know, get a variety as of many people as we possibly can. And uh, like Chris said, getting at least one person. Yes, yes. So um, with that being said, uh, please go back and, and watch the content if you haven't already. It's, it's been a fun ride already and, and we're enjoying every second of it. Um, and as we go forward, we'll be planning events and stuff like that here in the community. So we'll keep you all updated on all that stuff. But uh, from myself and from my co-founder, uh, we thank you guys for being here. Kylan, say, look, say cheese. Do you love me?